and welcome to the Student Survival Podcast with Jordan and Lucy. In this show, we discuss the biggest problems that us students face in our years at university. Follow our social media accounts at Student Survival Podcast to stay up to date with new episodes and have your chance to have a say in what we discuss. And now, without further ado, let's dive into the podcast. Is it recording? Yeah! Okay. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Great start already. Sorry, do that one again. Yeah, well, right. Note to Lucy, edit this bit out. <laughs> I probably won't, you know. <laughs> I'll leave all uh, the funny bits in on purpose. I think it's part of funny. Maybe when I listen back to it. But anyway, go on. Uh, go on. Hello and welcome to the Students to the Students Survival Podcast with a special guest today, Lucy. Who have we got currently dragging my arm with a with a resistance? <laughs> we have the one, the only, the absolute fucking boyo. Jack! I'm a resident psychologist! He <laughs> just twanged us with a resistant band. What the fuck? That is so rude. And we dedicated our last episode to your fucking birthday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, anyway, hi. Welcome to this new episode of the Student Survival Podcast. Um, so. I think we're new for one day. Just sing the intro. Oh, no. Now you singing it. I know, when you went, we shouldn't be. Hello and welcome, the student and me. Hi, welcome. That fake studio voice. I think it should just be Ari. Welcome. Gary, let's get this show started. Let's get this show on the fucking road. (laughs) Okay, so, yes, hello, welcome. Um, We do have Jack with us today. Um, just because it's fun and it, and it, for the first time, like since we've been recording like this, he's not been at work, so oh, he's not been asleep from the night shift. So it is pretty darn fucking good that he's here. So yes, hello, welcome, welcome back to another episode. It's great to have you back. Um, so yeah, in this episode, right, I feel like I'm gonna have to add a bit of clarification for this, right, because this episode, obviously, we do talk about the episodes before we we do like speak a little bit about what we're going to talk about but then that's it but I was inspired to do this episode because at the minute I've been re-watching Sex Education on Netflix and I got us thinking why like how are those couples doing like how are couples doing that aren't quarantining together like it's not even just the sex though it's about like their actual relationship because something like this could have like a major impact on someone's relationship so so i thought let's do another because we we, we are going to touch back on like obviously in this entire podcast we are going to touch back on some of the things we've talked about but i think especially now when this is something that needs to be spoken about because it is quite a big deal so yeah so sex and relationships Part two. Quarantine. Should we put that in the title when we put it on Spotify? Sorry. Should we put this in the title when we put it on Spotify? Like sex education, sex, sex education, sex and relationships. Part two. Yeah, so I was and we got to, we got to, what we got to Endorphins. Endorphins. We got to put that in the title as well. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Okay, I might put in the like you know how they're doing songs when it's like in brackets featuring, but it's the abbreviated one. It's like F E. E-T, feet, yeah, feet, dot, jack. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Feet, MC Jack, on the fucking mic. Yes, I. Yes. 
Okay. That's when you went to illusions, Jack. <laughs> oh, mate, don't even get started on fucking passion, man. But anyway, um, so yeah, welcome, welcome. We've gone off on a tangent already. It wouldn't be us if we didn't do it. So, um, I've wrote in my talking points, um, and what I would like to talk about is that I know that during lockdown, maintaining relationships can be really difficult because, you know, you've got all of these elements added in like everyone's worried about the families and friends and everyone's also worried about the partners and their families and their friends but it's the distance that I can understand from personal experience like the distance of literally not being able to see your partner and like yeah fair enough you can do like social distancing but imagine I couldn't do that me like I couldn't imagine not seeing Ross for like months and then seeing him but not being able to hug him or kiss him or rip his clothes off and suck his dick like that's (laughs) (laughs) well we've set a new record haven't we lucy that is the earliest we're gonna get marked inappropriate on spotify (laughs) yes wait are my pill alarms going off (laughs) perfect timing no the um the (laughs) see the thing is though right in these episodes, in these types of episodes, we can't be wildly inappropriate because it's it's not inappropriate. Like, there are some people, like, I'm going to be fully honest here, right? And, mom, I'm sorry if you're listening, right? And dad and brothers, but, and in-laws, but, um, but I have a really high sex drive. Like, uh, if it were my choice, I'd be having sex every day just i just oh. i'm just like that i just it's just the way it is obviously Ross could is you go multiple rounds in one day no because i have like loads of issues downstairs that make that like painful i've tried it before and i didn't it just became painful so i could do it like once a day maybe twice it depends on how horny i am but um yeah so i couldn't imagine doing this alone you see because i'm aware of the fact that um you know, I've got a high sex drive. I obviously have my own things, my own personal things to take care of myself with. Um, but it's not the same as sex. Like, it's not the same as having a cock in you, is it? Like, it's not, it's just not the same. Like, you want that, but it's also about the connection, isn't it? Like, it's about the connection that you're going to have with that person. Like, I mean, me personally, I don't like to like make love. I'm not about that. I like the fuck. Like if you're gonna have sex, you might as well have sex. Like, but but anyway, so yes, we are aware it can be very difficult, especially because I've been through this before because it feels like a long distance relationship, but you've literally got you've not got an option to see them. Like you can't get a train down to see them, you can't get a bus, you can't like, just pop around. Mm, nah. So yeah, from personal experience, I understand how hard this can be. So I don't know about you, Jordan, like, but I would I would argue that I've got a moderate sex drive. What does that mean? Like, I've gone through like I'm not as highly sexual sexual like you are. I'm not nothing like you. Don't give me that look. <laughs> I can't say anything. I just don't have a sex drive. Well, that's normal, though. That's normal as well. There's a lot of people who are like that, though. Like, this is the thing about sex, right? You can't be embarrassed because, like, there's some people... Sorry, I'm just taking... I'm taking my tablet. 
Speaking of sex, I'm taking the pill, but... Speaking but yeah. of which, are we up to date? There are some people... Four days behind. <laughs> there are some people, obviously, who who do get embarrassed by like these things but you see me like i'm so open about sex and stuff like that that, because everyone does it and i'm aware i can make people uncomfortable but i just think like everyone does it do you know what i mean whether you you've got a partner whether you don't have a partner um whether your partner's porn hub yeah or whether you think you masturbate a lot or whether you think you masturbate too little or whether you don't have a high sex drive or you do it none of it matters like it's whatever works best for you there's some people in the world who don't like sex at all there's some people in the in the world that go their whole lives without having sex because they're just not they're just not attracted to the idea of sex whereas i am because it just it, it for me it's just a different kind of pleasure so especially because i get really stressed and stuff like last night oh my god jordan i've got such a funny story for you speaking of stress right last night i had to do my blood pressure because when when you're on the pill right and ladies you'll know this right when you're on the pill you have to have your blood pressure done every time you finish your box so because me doctor i was on the phone to my doctor yesterday and he said because i can't do your blood pressure but the last few times you've been okay would would you mind like if you have a machine there do your blood pressure and because i've had the same doctor for years like basically my whole life he's gone obviously i know your mom's a nurse so just get your mom to check the results and if they're bad then ring us back and we can discuss other options. So I was like, all right, no bother. I did my blood pressure. My blood pressure was fine, but my resting heart rate, if your resting heart rate is supposed to be between 60 and 80, I think it's like beats per minute. Mine was 105. Seriously? (laughs) But my mum said, right, lie down for 10 minutes, relax. Don't just like close your eyes, just relax. And then try it again. And I was like, okay, so I did it, and then it was significantly lower. So I think it might have just been Dana because I was, yeah, just because I was walking around or something, or because I'd just sat down and done it. But yeah, so I just had a really high, because I've always had quite high blood pressure, because I'm like, I just, I'm a bit of a stress head. It's gotten out, it's gotten out to do with like ill health. Like I'm just a bit of a stress head. So, but yeah, so back to the episode. I don't know about you, John. What is your take on this? What are we talking about? Sex and relationships during quarantine or lockdown. I don't know what I'm going to call the episode yet. <laughs> we'll just call we'll just call let's talk about sex in quarantine let's and we'll talk sing about it. Sex. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about quarantine. Let's talk about all the bad things and more bad things because Boris grounded us. Let's talk about sex. No, we're not getting that. <laughs> that was absolutely really good. <laughs> I should I should drop media sometime and just be a songwriter. Because I'm Jordan, I am oozing at the nipple with talent. You don't even understand, right? <laughs> I'm so talented. No, I'm Jordan, I'm not. I'm a, I'm about as talented as a fucking pigeon. At least Satan fly, I kind of fly. Pigeons? You you are talented. I've got I know pigeons and gators who can jump upstairs. That is some fucking iconic shit that like. It's the main oh. reason why I commute, I commute through Gateshead now is because I see me pigeon friends. <laughs> crazy pigeon lady. <laughs> You've heard a crazy pigeon lady. Have you heard a have you heard a batshit mental gay boy? <laughs> batshit mental gay boy. <laughs> he wears a Morrison's uniform and talks to a pigeon. <laughs> and walks into a door. <laughs> no, 
That was another pigeon that did that. <laughs> no, okay. I shit you not. I shit you not. I was about 12 years old. I was going through gates at a church on a, on a school trip or a youth club trip and a pigeon flew straight into the doors. I'm, I can't even get into this with you. I really can't. So, let's get back to the episode, right? So, Pigeons. Uh, no, not pigeons, right? We're not going to talk about pigeons for 45 minutes, right? So, oh, like, Basically, I, I've got a story from like a friend, and I don't want to say this friend's name because I know she'll be embarrassed if I if I talk about it. So basically, I had this friend who a little while ago, um, she was seeing this boy, and it was during quarantine. They just started seeing each other before quarantine, and obviously, I think the pressures of it and stuff did it caused them to like kind of go their own way. But um, she was struggling a lot, like strug- struggling a lot sexually because she wasn't being satisfied and she felt like because this boy was spending all of his time on playstation like most most men are at the minute spending time on their consoles and stuff and like nintendo switches and stuff like that that they're not really giving their girl (laughs) maybe so (laughs) shoving a toy con right up there Oh my god, imagine the, the little joystick thing would just get stuck on you. Clit or something. Left or right That's why they call it. That's why they call it Smash Bros. Ooh. That's why they call it the Nintendo Switch, because you can just switch its purpose. Maybe. switch it. So, oh, I love the high five. So. Yeah, so she like this friend is quite similar to me. So she was, she's got a high sex drive as well. So she was really struggling, and her and her and this lad were trying loads of different things. They were trying to talk dirty. They were trying to have like phone sex stuff like that, and it just wasn't working for her. Like it just wasn't happening. So I said, right, I'm gonna send you something. I was like, I'm gonna get you something, and I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna post it to your house because I feel like this might help. Because when I was single, and also when I was in a long distance relationship this really helped me because I just wasn't getting like sex on top anymore so I bought her a vibrator because one of my my old friends is um an Ann Summers rep so I bought it off her and then I sent it to our house and she said she used it and she's been feeling great so if you are alone I would definitely suggest masturbation because if oh yes yeah because if if you're struggling and stuff like that, one another thing I would suggest is talking to your partner about it. Just have a conversation with them about it. Like, just have a phone conversation. Just say, look, I am struggling sexually. Is there things that would maybe be able to try, like on, like on, like, like on private calls and stuff? So yeah. I mean, again though, like I feel like I feel really rude talking about this because obviously I'm quarantining with Ross, so. Um, our sex life is fine. Like we've obviously still been doing the deed, but I just feel bad, like for others who aren't. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know. What about you? How's 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 your sex life quarantine going? Your quarantine sex life. So Jack, how would you describe it? Ninety-hour weeks and coming in, you being like, "Come on," and me being like, "Fuck off! I'm too tired." <laughs> In a nutshell. <laughs> you know, I love that though. 
this conversation is happening because it's so stigmatized. Oh, I. Like, what do you mean? I want you to elaborate on that a bit. I would like to hear your yes, opinion. Yeah. Bring in, like, bring in the psychologist. Like, there's so much. Like, the reason why it's not really spoke about much, like masturbation and stuff, is because it's such a stigmatized topic. Because if women talk about masturbation, it's like deemed as that like, you're not being ladylike. Yeah, so definitely. Like, so frowned upon. So they're not able to be like, oh, I'm horny, but I don't have a man or a woman to do that, so I need to have my own means of doing it. And people are like, oh, that's disgusting. Like, conversation, a man and, like, two men could talk to each other and be like, oh, I've had a mint wank last night, I had a poshy, I fucking used to sock and everything. But as soon as a woman turns around and goes, oh, yeah, I'm wanky, like, oh, that's disgusting. When in reality, flicking the bean and and uh, pulling the stalk, saying, Exactly, exactly. Everyone needs them to function. I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of. Like, I'm again because I'm open about it. Like, I don't care. Like, obviously, I have, and a lot of women have. But you are right. Like, it's it's something that women don't talk about a lot. And like, I'm not a feminist. Like, I just don't believe in what feminism stands for today. So, uh, I'm not trying to pull the woman card. But as a woman. It is like it does feel a bit embarrassing when you talk about masturbation and when I talk about having a high sex drive because men deem it as unladylike. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's just a bit shit on our part because we also have needs that need to be taken care of. And for us, oh, it's yes, lot, for us, it's a lot harder than men because we have so many different parts of the vagina that yeah, can there's all different parts of the vagina that can be pleasured, but there's it's about finding like the right spot because every like this was on sex education actually and i thought this was a really good like analogy for it i think that's the word analogy um yes it, it's like an orange every girl has got their own orange every girl's got their own orange and every girl likes their orange to be peeled differently and it's i think it's just a matter of your body and See, for me, I've always found it quite hard to finish. And I think it's because of my, because I have like pre-existing health issues with like everything down there. So I've always found it quite hard to be pleasured. But at the same time, like basically every woman is different. So as is every man, every man will have different fetishes. They'll have different likes and dislikes and whatever. That's fine. Um, But it's just about learning that about your body. And I think for single women and single men or people who aren't currently with the partners, this is a this is a great opportunity actually to discover these parts about yourself, discover what you like, discover try masturbation if you've never tried it, and if you don't like it, you don't have to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's an watch porn. You can watch porn and as long as you consume it where it is where you know that it's not an not the what not the re, like not the real thing, if you know what I mean. It's like Fictional. Yeah, you don't have this fixated if you fantasy. It from fantasy and fact, then have a couple. As long as you consume it healthily and know when to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Really stigmatized. It is. It's so stigmatized. Like, just do what you need to do. Like, if if you like, I don't know. If you like your bumhole being fingered, do it. If you like your balls being sucked, do it. 
like I just don't think I think these conversations I said this in the last sex and relationships episode as well these are conversations that need to be had because for me as a young person like when I was a lot younger I could have done with a conversation like this to be told like don't be embarrassed about your sexual needs don't be embarrassed about the things that you enjoy doing don't be embarrassed about how often you want to do it because everyone's different and it's just sex like everyone does it do you know what I mean like everyone does it like everyone thinks about it everyone does it and again I don't want to pull the woman card but it always seems like men are allowed to talk about sex and they're allowed to go all lads 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 like this I mean typically I will say typically gay lads don't do that I would say like gay gay women don't do that but it's it is 99.9% of the time straight men that do that because they will go oh I shag this wicked worldy at the weekend and blah 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 but if I were to go up to a man and go, oh, wait, I man, I just had a quickie with uh, some lad, like, after we'd left the club, like, I'd be seen as a slag. Or if I'd had sex with multiple men, I'd be seen as a slag. But see, if I had a threesome, I'd be a slag. But then if a man had a threesome, he'd be called a lad. He'd be a lad's lad. He'd be a fucking legend. No. No, if I had a threesome, it's because I wanted to have a threesome. If they have a threesome, it's because they want to have a threesome. Didn't give me shit for my choices and didn't give other people shit for their choices because it's what people want to do. And it's it's their choices, it's their body. Preach. Preach to the choir. Yeah. But let's move on from it because uh <clears throat> I have some things to talk about, obviously, as I always do. But um no, I I do think it's a good time to explore your sexual likes and it's a good time to discover new things about yourself and stuff like that because I realised the other day you know we're not people of our generation people of our age aren't going to get a break like this and if you think about the way that the government's going we're not going to get a break in time off like this until 60 70 years time when we're retired think about retirement. That. like it's so fucked up but anyway moving on yes so <clears throat> So I've wrote, like, don't get us wrong, um, living with Ross obviously is great. We do bicker sometimes because it is quite early in the relationship, but we do care a lot about each other and we both know that this is necessary for our relationship. Like, it's not that... The thing is, it's not that we're ready to live together because I don't think we are yet. We knew we had to do this because... And we've spoke about it. We knew we had to do this because if I'd been left on my own, and we didn't have that communication, and we didn't see each other, and we weren't, I, I could have lived without the sex, I could have done it, but I mean, not seeing each other, and not having that contact, and it would have, like, it would have just pushed us over the edge, and I don't think I would have been able to do it, because I've done it before, and I didn't like it, so I knew, I, I asked Ross first if he wanted to come to mine, and he said no, which I understand, but and I said this in, in like a couple of episodes ago, I think that I did understand because he does have priorities here. But at the same time, you know, like I've you know, I've come here, right? There's no ifs and buts, like I've come here and I'm happy about it. So I just I just knew that if we didn't do this together then we probably would have broken up. And I've said this to his face, we probably would have, and that it would have broke me heart because well yeah, we have our times when we're not good, but we are good. 
and I love I love him. So I this is what I want to do for him. So anyway, so you two, I want to know about you two. I want to know what it's been like living together. I want to know how the lockdown's been going, especially for two people who are key workers as well. Sorry, but Jack thinks he's got hand. He, he thinks he's got two puppets on his hands right now. No, it's just like bicker, 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 bicker. We do have a we have a do we do have a good bicker once oh, in a while. I've had a couple of bickers at each other. Oh, but I think that's healthy. Do you know what I mean? Like having it's... a good bicker is healthy. Like because otherwise you're building up that frustration, and yeah, like it's just built up frustration when you do just want to go shut up, like stop talking. You're irritating us. Yeah. Um, we just blunt about it, aren't we? Yeah, I haven't got a filter off. Filter no. out, have I? So People have saying... actually asked you at work if you are, like, too deadpan. You do tell me to fuck off a lot, don't you? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. You're making me life harder. <laughs> <laughs> right. At the end of the day, label or no label, you've got Asperger's syndrome. Personally, when I what it's like to have our routines knocked and have everything that we do in our daily lives disrupted. And if we think think about someone who's on the spectrum, their whole life's been knocked on the head. It has. So this is a really interesting perspective because Jordan explained this in like another episode because I never actually thought about that, like about how it correct us if I'm wrong, but a, a routine is something that keeps your mind busy almost. Like I don't yeah. know how to word it. Like it it sort of distracts the mind from the other issues going thinking. on. Yeah, like which I think I think it's really interesting having this because there are there aren't just people who like yeah we're talking about sex and relationships but there's also a lot of people who are struggling. Like, there's people with mental health issues who cope with their mental health issues by going out and keeping themselves busy. I mean, in all full disclosure, I'm one of them people. That's I keep busy because of my mental health issues. So I like to stay busy constantly. But obviously being thrown out of a routine, it, it, it it's a great perspective to have, I think. So, And as a psychology student, obviously... It's good to have your perspective on it as well, Jack. Woo! You know what I'm calling you? <laughs> Our resident psychologist. No, I'm just a bit shit. Shut up. <laughs> you're not, man. You're good at what you do. Don't be daft. You're really good at what you do. So I'm learning a lot. How Ooh. long have you two been together for? Oh, uh, it feels like a live sentence. <laughs> you <gasps> bastard. Over three years now. So uh, for, it, well, it was our third year anniversary in the end of January. Was it the twenty seventh of January? It was the twenty. No, it was the twenty. It was the twenty seventh of our first day together. Yeah. But we didn't make the relationship official till the twenty ninth. Yeah. So the twenty ninth is our anniversary of every year, and we actually went to our favorite restaurant. And what was the toast we did? To coronavirus. To coronavirus. <laughs> oh. Were jinxed at all? Yeah, I got, <laughs> got drunk off Prosecco at the same time. Oh, you got drunk off a glass Prosecco of Prosecco. Prosecco is evil. It's a sipping wine, darling. It's a sipping wine, <laughs> darling. I want you to just get married. That's, in- That's vodka. Hey, if you get married, if you get married, can I be 
a maid of honor or can i at least be a bridesmaid or a, a groomsmaid of course of course <laughs> i'm so excited okay so yeah that's interesting but again going back to like the whole perspective thing i i think it is a really good perspective um in terms of um obviously this so yeah so i I have been thinking a lot about people who i mean after because when me and jordan spoke about this in another episode and i had his perspective on it it did get us actually thinking about everyone who does have these pre-existing conditions and people who rely on their jobs and rely on their routines and rely on all these things to keep themselves busy and to keep their minds at ease and stuff like that like for me I've one thing I've started to actually and I don't know if I've mentioned this last week but to keep my mind busy because I've not really been doing anything I've been well I've been trying to do what I can but I've started colouring in and I can literally see them from where I'm sat now they're on Ross's window ledge and I've got four different colouring in books and I've finished I think I've done like I'm gonna say about 20 pages of like colouring in because it's so satisfying to just sit down and colour in like I never even realised how satisfying it is and I've told people I've been doing it and loads of people have been doing it like it's it's really fun actually <laughs> like I'm nearly 20 and I can't believe that it's happening like, I can't believe that I'm colouring in at my age but I don't know I don't know. I want, Actually, I want to do a study on colouring in, on meditation. Because when you meditate, you can meditate when you go to the gym. You can meditate when you're doing work. You. As long as you're putting focus onto something else, you work in all the different parts of your, like, of your body. Yeah. Like, if you go to the gym... If you go to the gym... I'll put my hand back to the question. Okay. <laughs> when you go to the gym, you go in... You're looking at the telly, you're focusing on that telly, you're breathing, you're having controlled breathing. When you're watching TV, you're, you're breathing like naturally, like calms down because you're focusing on that. Then feeling a lot more like focused, you're feeling a lot more relaxed. So when you look at it in colouring in, you're looking at all them lines, all the different shades of colours, and your focus is on something totally different. It's one of the good uh, neurotransmitters, isn't it? Oxytocin's quite good. It's yeah. relieved, um, and anything can be relieved during sex. Relaxation. There you go, Lucy. Anything. That, oh, I'm happy you've been in this episode. This is quite interesting. <laughs> I, uh, no, because again, I know, I know I've said it a lot, but obviously in sex education, you know how, I don't know if you have seen it, but you know how, like, the main character's mom is a sex therapist, she's a sex and relationship therapist. <laughs> and, what Jean, and she said, you know, when she gets with, um, Jakob, you know, like yeah. this Swedish guy who fixes our toilet and stuff. Um, she said, like, it's something to do with pheromones. Some people just yeah. naturally emit pheromones. And, like, that's so interesting because I, when I listen to that, I feel like Ross is one of them people that just naturally releases pheromones because, like, I don't know, like, I'm, I'm happy to admit this. I don't know whether he would be happy for me to admit this, but me and Ross's like sexual chemistry is really good like it was one of the first things I noticed about us was that we just did have this like really electric sexual chemistry and I was like oh oh I'm in for a good year I'm in for a good one but (laughs) you got the right right one that time yeah but in terms of like actual 
psychology that's really interesting like I'm such a fart but like I just love hearing about this stuff because it is really interesting to learn but yeah so let's just yeah you're saying can you do when you go to the clubs is that meditation for you but like your prefrontal cortex for example that controls a lot of your movement so when you're drunk you can't really do meditation because you can't put your brain like the brain areas into the focus of the activity yeah yeah boom oh boom mic drop psychology (laughs) yeah so just before we round this episode up because we are getting to that marker um i would i would like i would just like to apologize right about the quality of these episodes because there have been bits obviously in it that i've had to cut out because and we've had to repeat a lot of things because of the internet connection um but because in this episode um jack and john have both i think we've all made good points but i I think especially jack and john have made very good points a lot of the quality is gonna because it's just because of their connection because it's shit so i do apologize for the quality of the episodes it's just this is literally the last option that we've got to keep this podcast going oh it's just a stressful time as i've got good news though go on we might be back in the studio in September. Thank fucking Christ. Oh, God. I just want to be back in that studio, you know, like, oh, I just miss it. I just miss... Miss Joe and Matty. I miss Joe and Matty, man. Like, I was I was on the phone to Joe yesterday, just having a bit of a catch-up, and I spoke on Matty a bit as well, but he's just he's just chilling. Like, I think he's just using this opportunity to chill as well, but, um, yeah... It's it's weird not having the full team here, but they're with us in spirit, guys. They're with us in spirit. So big shout out to Joe and Matty. But yeah, so let's round the shit off now, right? So if you have any questions, if you have any queries, if you just want to know how to pleasure yourself, don't be scared to reach out and ask. Don't be scared. Be proud. Be proud. Just be proud of your body. Be proud of your needs. Be proud of it. Fuck them. Fuck the haters. Do what you want to do, ho. Be a ho if you want to be a ho, ho. I'm done. <laughs> and on that bombshell, <laughs> watch our hands because we are not dirty pigs. We are not, not dirty pigs. Take the words yeah. of, of the iconic, what's his name, Eric Effion, and wash Eric your hands. Effion you dirty pig it doesn't matter if you did a poo or not you wash your hands don't be a dirty pig but yes so thank you for listening to this episode of the student survival podcast if you would like to hear more wildly inappropriate episodes like this let us know because we would happily do them because we enjoy that no we literally don't have any boundaries anymore do we none of us do we started on such a highbrow podcast. <laughs> well, we really, really did, didn't we? No, I said, I said, Jack, I don't know, I don't know if he told you right, but I said this to John last week. I went, "It's okay because you're gay." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could literally, whack, I could literally whack me tits out in front of him, and I'd be like, "It's okay because you're gay." <laughs> you and Ross would have sex in front of us, and I'd be like, "It's okay, he's gay." You'd be like, "Oh, Ross has got good form." <laughs> Ross, I need to pay, I need to learn your stamina. You'd be sat there for a bit of paper, man, like taking notes. <laughs> hey, there's a reason why I do shorthand. <laughs> I can confirm that Ross does have good form. 
But um, I was actually talking about shorthand today, but this is a conversation for like when this ends. So yes, thank you for listening. And this is Lucy signing off to finger herself. <laughs> and Jack and Jordan leaving to go back and watch Netflix. <laughs> Literally, that's all I'm going to be doing as well. Because Ross is on the PlayStation again. Get Vera the vibrator and you'll have a good time. Yeah. That's such a cool name for a vibrator. One of my colleagues called it that one. Vera the the vibrator. Okay. Okay, Okay. right, let's end this. Right, thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)